Hey Shakers, thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before um, everything with the coronavirus came out. So Lisa and I are not together. We are safe in our own houses um, and we hope you guys are doing the same. Uh, and we also wanted to let you know that even though we are not talking about um, the corona on our show today, we are still taking it very seriously and we just hope that all of you guys are being healthy and safe. So thanks again for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show let's shake it up a little welcome to the salt and pepper podcast adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your tuesday just right here's your hosts lisa and olivia No is the most important word you could ever have in your business and in your life. Say no because no is not a bad word. Yes is. If you say yes to everything, you will fall for anything and no one will trust you. You just have to know who you are and that might mean working your side hustle. Gary Vee talks about that all the time. If you need to get a job and you need to work your side hustle, then do it. But also know like the time will come and that is going to be different for every person. Welcome to Salt and Pepper Podcast. My name is Olivia. <laughs> it's funny because you have a mouthful of LaCroix. I'm waiting for you to swallow. Um, my oh name is my Olivia. gosh, what a day. <laughs> my name is Olivia and I'm the creator. <laughs> and I'm the creator of You Olivia guys, Cr- we have had such a day. <laughs> And every single time we start the podcast, it comes from either absolutely like silence <laughs> or we just had a conversation. But either way, we're laughing. Because we and, watched TikTok for like an hour. I know. Uh, I mean, we worked hard. Work hard. <laughs> um, my name is Olivia Curran, and I'm the creator of Olivia Curran, a blog, a podcast, and a free editing resource for all creatives. And also, I need to figure out how to s- summarize this. I also film weddings, so if you're getting married, hit me up. And uh, I also am co-owner of Elvin Fur. Okay, uh, my current obsession is This Is Us, because it is the best show, and that's it. And across from me is Lisa. Um, okay. Hi, I'm Lisa Frosser. I'm also a creative, a mom, a wife, and my current obsession is a lip oil from Ulta it, I think it's like some something Ulta juice lip Ew. oil juice I I know I should have just left that out since that's where I was going but lip TikTok juice. made me buy it <laughs> I think it is actually called a lip no it's a it's a lip oil. I don't know I don't like but lip it's juice. amazing I was just telling Olivia it's the mixture between it's because it's not actually an oil but it's not a lip gloss but it looks like a lip gloss but it feels like a lip balm and it's not sticky but I can't do sticky because my hair just blows in it oh and, and that's so my annoying. worst and so like that's why gloss. I absolutely love this stuff I use it religiously so you are influenced I am worshipped yes you worship it I am wow. worshipped that's I you worship are worshipped <laughs> wow okay it's interesting I'm worshipped by this lip oil it just bows down to me every single day <laughs> oh wow it has been a long day <laughs> which it really hasn't <clears throat> it really we haven't hasn't, really done that much but i feel like we i did haven't done so that much. much talking and mm-hmm. me and you don't talk ever at all which is weird 
well, I talk to you, but like, you know, in general, we just aren't, we don't, we're not talky talky. We're not wacky talky. Yeah. And it's more of like, if we were going to talk, it would be over like Voxer or audio messaging. Yeah. I am sorry. Oh my gosh. She's like staring at herself in the mirror. Like, why are you so obsessed with yourself? I'm the opposite right now. Look at my hair. I feel like Um, I just finished soccer practice. My hair. It's cute. Oh, my hair's cute. Okay. That's a funny joke. I'm so sorry. Lisa just went blind. I told you I'm funny. You were just telling me how not If you have to say you're funny, you need to reevaluate your humor. I what I <laughs> do not have the capacity right now. Um, what's your silver lining of the week? Uh, my silver lining is that I, um, adjusting to life without Presley, mm-hmm. which is sad. Um, but I am sleeping way better, and I've actually been getting on a better schedule, getting up around seven thirty or eight, which I know isn't that early for a lot of people, but. <laughs> I go to bed I go to bed really late and I work late and I usually work to like midnight every night so um every yeah. morning you message me before nine o'clock I'm like good morning I sunshine. know I, I, I'm starting to wait I'm starting to message her at like 10 now because she always goes what you're awake wow and I'm like don't pretend like if you didn't have a kid you would be sleeping until like eight o'clock too oh, eight o'clock yeah yeah, yeah. eight o'clock is Eight o'clock is a good time to get up, I think. I think eight o'clock is prime. If I didn't have a kid, oof. Yeah, see? And now that Presley doesn't wake me up, Mm -hmm. it's better. Um, Other than that, it's just been kind of like rough. I've just been doing like a lot. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to call my home. That's not a song, but I felt like it could have been. Okay, what's your silver lining? You have a beautiful voice, so you can make anything into a song. Um, Wow, thank you. My silver lining... (laughs) is um we here on the show talk about everything and um do we really we 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 have talked about my boobs and how i want a breast reduction and yesterday just really (laughs) put the nail in the coffin and I went to put on a shirt and I literally ripped my shirt because my boobs are so big. It's really sad. It is really sad. I wish sad. you could give me some. We could just do like a trade So badly, I would donate. You don't want nothing. Trust me. It's not a fun I'm not time. saying I want nothing. Okay. I'm saying I want barely anything. <laughs> That's like what I have, though. Barely anything. <laughs> oh, so ideal. Mm. I would love it. So, you know, grass is always greener, but I'm just telling you, if you ever get implants, don't go too crazy because it's so, so wild over here. We're in well, the you wild, didn't wild west. Get, you didn't get implants. That's no. That's what you're making oh, it sound like. No, but I'm saying like... Like everyone who thinks yeah. that they want something like oh mm, I would I would only go a cup juicy. size bigger I'm like a yeah. B I would just go to about a C I yeah. would just go a tiny bit just so like I can fill out a little bit more mm-hmm. but I would definitely choose no boobs over boobs yeah no offense but I think it looks really oh, no good. offense taken I think it looks really good I agree but I've never really had to like I like don't even really need to wear a sports bra and stuff when working out yeah I don't know a day in my life I haven't worn a bra but I also kind of feel like a boy and that's also why I don't love wearing swimsuits I don't feel like I look um for lack of better words sexy not that I want to look that I don't feel very feminine though 
because mm-hmm. I don't have any boobs. Yeah. But I actually know people with less boobs than me to the point of like literally yeah. flat. Oh, totally. And like that's rough. I have some. Yeah. So I can show you later. You would never. I would too. Really? If you for some reason really wanted to, I would show you. I would never be in the position where I really want to see your boobs or anyone's I mean, that's rude, boobs. But whatever. I mean, I'm not going to be offensive. like Olivia. Just show me your boobs. I mean, some people are like point. that. Some people are like that. Oh, I for have sure. seen almost all of my friends fully naked. Nobody's really seen me fully naked. So, so, what's your silver lining anyway? Um, that my boobs ripped my shirt. That's your silver lining? Oh, well, I mean, that's what sucked. But um, there is no silver lining unless I actually get a boob job. So fingers crossed, everyone. Our past silver linings have been like, oh, there isn't one. There isn't one. Oh, I'm so sorry. There actually isn't a good thing that happened this week. <laughs> Which is the opposite of what, what we we're trying for. to bring you guys. Your silver lining is that you've... I'm carrying realizing a that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say you realizing you do need a boob job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like, and you are like carrying it, a child. Really, you are carrying yeah. a child. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So today's <sighs> episode I thought would be really interesting, kind of going off of Liv's silver lining. Liv. I did just call you Liv. I know you did it. You very like, you pronounced it very I tightly. I know because I'm not used to it. I like it. But I don't I, know why more I'm people trying, don't call me it. I know. I'm actually trying to say it more because I like Liv and Lisa. Oh, that's actually and we're cute. partners. So that actually is cute, and you and we're partners, and you haven't seen my boobs, but whatever, it's fine. I know. Well, one day, you have seen my boobs. I showed you my boobs. You were like changing, I think. Yeah, and I think I showed you them because I'm like, look how massive they are. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, I do anyway. that a lot um, with women that I'm very. Close I do with. that a lot with uh, every person I know. On Snapchat doesn't you know, matter, guys, girls, use. whoever. Um. So. I thought it would be interesting to just do an update on our lives. And today's episode is all about Olivia. All about Liv. Um, I guess, I mean. Yeah, so you have had a very interesting career, for lack of a better word. For lack of a better word, because it's not a career. And so what I was telling Olivia is. Liv. Liv. As I was saying, Olivia, I I wanted to backtrack. As I was telling Liv earlier, I think that she's getting to an area in her life where if she's not already at the fork in the road, she's getting close to it. The spork in the road. The spork, yeah. Which which way do I go? And so um, I think that it would just be interesting to get a glimpse into your mind and Mm. into the life of a content creator slash blogger slash you literally have the longest intro as to who you are on this podcast because you do so many things Mm -hmm. and so how has that been for you and like what's going on oh gosh that's such a broad question it really is you want me to niche down yeah okay so what what are the things that you do? Let's start with that, and we'll go into depth on them. Um, okay. Do you want me to just tell you my day-to-day? Sure. Or yeah, something? that's actually better. Okay. Um, I wake up, and I go on a walk, <laughs> and I drink coffee, and I listen to a podcast, and not a work podcast, just like a fun one, so I can just start the day off. And then I come home, and I work out, 
and then I take a shower and this is not if I have some sort of meeting or like have to get ready for something um and then I go to my bed because I used to have a desk but it was giving me a lot of arm pain and I felt like I needed to be more professional at a desk which was dumb even though nobody ever watched me I'm like I need to not lay on my bed that's so lazy and then I realized that that was stupid and then I just start working and it just like depends on what needs to be done for that day I guess um so this is like a at home work day just getting a lot of content done so like what type of content are you working on Uh, it's weird because I never like talk about this stuff um other than with you um what do I do I well okay so it really just depends on the day but let's just say like a Monday because that's like podcast day so so let me really quick okay I have no idea what bloggers do I have no idea what content creators do okay so you're helping us get a glimpse into like we see bloggers and we're like what do they even do okay um so I wouldn't really classify classify myself as a blogger anymore because I was trying to fashion blog for a long time and then I just realized that that's not who I wanted to be I didn't want to talk to people about fashion or how to do their hair or their makeup because I don't want to be recognized for that and not that that's bad like by any means I think it's amazing I love fashion um but I just started realizing more and more that I didn't want people to come up to me and ask me where I got my shirt I wanted people to come up to me and ask me how I started a business and I just started Mm -hmm. to see like the differences in what was valuable to me and so for me, I run Salt and Pepper, and then I run my personal brand, Olivia Crin, and then I'm co-founder of Velvet and Fur, which is a polymer clay earring business. And so all of these, I do all of the back end, like design work for um, websites, any type of graphics, um, any type of presets need to be made, editing. Um, I edit the podcast, any type of audio stuff. And um, with Olivia Crin, it would just be like, uh, I guess, like planning out shoots and what that looks like and how many I need to do that week. And then corresponding with you and then with Tay, my business partner, and then figuring out um, like how far we need to plan in advance and what those look like. And if we're doing a shoot for a certain collection, how we need to plan that out and then how that's going to correspond with all of the posts that I already like have ready so like for salt and pepper because we kind of just rebranded which actually has a lot to do with like lately um sitting down and like mood boarding with you and with Tay and with Olivia Corinne and I also film weddings and so deciphering that all of those have to look different and they can't be muddled together because if they get muddled together then it it starts to look like it's one brand and then it's Mm -hmm. not one brand except for like Olivia Corinne and the podcast is kind of one, but Velvet and Fur is like completely separate. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answers any of your questions. So I have to just like figure out what I want this graphic to look like. So if I'm making a podcast graphic, I just go to Photoshop and I just open up a blank template and I go, okay, our colors are turquoise, teal, pink, da da da, glitter. Now, what do I want this to look like? Am I talking about? A guest is it a collage do I need to make weekly content same with velvet and fur yeah I don't know I mean I could talk forever about that but what do you have questions about other than that <laughs> so the the day-to-day so that's a day that you're like at home and you're doing stuff yeah and so do you have days that look 
different from that? And then how often are you working? Um, I work every day, usually. Um, There are days like Sundays I will go to church with Arturo and then we'll take some of the day off. Um, if we need to do velvet and fur stuff, I will because Taylor works a 40 hour week job. And so Sunday's always her day off. And so if I need to monopolize on that, that's what I do. Um, I usually work 10 to 12 hour days. Um, but these aren't like high stress. It's very like I'm watching a show while I'm designing stuff or I'm just working on the podcast or I'm researching stuff. And it's nothing like strenuous, 10 hour Mm -hmm. days or just sitting at a desk it's not like that um and on days that I'm not at home it would be like to go to the studio with you or to podcast um or maybe we're podcasting with a guest so it's setting all of the equipment up and then getting all of that ready to go making sure we're good to go for the guests what that looks like for them um and then I also work with two things which is Arturo my boyfriend he's a full-time filmmaker and so I help him so I'll go to meetings with him I'll take notes I also design websites for two things and so the you anything for two things is usually a number one priority because that's where I get a lot of my income so if I need to put other things on the back burner I will so like yesterday I worked on a website for a client for most of the day Mm -hmm. but the first half of the day I'll make stuff for the podcaster for Velvet and Fur. Um, so it's kind of deciphering like what's priority, even if I don't really want it to be. And not that two things, not that I don't want two things to be a priority, but if that's where I'm getting my income, that's where I have to like mm-hmm. lay out the one, two, three, and four of the day. Um, that's what I was just going to say. I was like just thinking that must be hard that the thing that you're most passionate about. <coughs> It's probably really hard that that's not your number one income. Yeah, because it's really you've been hard. working towards that for a while, yeah, and so really hence hard. the fork in the road yeah. and trying to figure out like, well, then what do I do? Yeah. And so, and I think that's one thing that's always fascinated me, and that I've always wondered with people who follow their passions is like because I watch Shark Tank a lot, so I'm like, to what point do you like stop? And, like, what keeps you going? And to what point do you have to, like, backtrack? Or to what point? You know, and I think that these are all questions that you're going through right now. Mm -hmm. So I met you when you quit your job. Yeah, it was the day before my last shift. So crazy. Which is so weird. I was, like, I couldn't even believe it. Or that was, like, our first date. Yeah, like, the first (laughs) time I had ever really talked to you. Yeah. And Zav, yeah. Um, And that was about two years ago. Yeah, it was before ago? even Bear was born. Yeah, it was before Bear so was born. So I think it was, was two years ago. It was, my last shift was in May of almost two oh years my gosh, ago. That's almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so since that's happened, um, well, how did you come about to quitting that job? Like, to what point were you like, this is the point where, you know, I I need to commit to this? Or mm-hmm. like, what is the process behind that? Um. Well, I think that, so I started just like tinkering with the idea of doing photos probably six years ago and I didn't really know what I wanted that to be and if I could go back or if I would give anybody advice on content creation or becoming an influencer, trust me, it's changed a lot in the last six years. It's become, that's become a really negative word, but it always, it wasn't always like that. Um, I would just tell anybody to strongly pursue your 
your hobby or your passion like a business if you want it to be a business and not just something that you'll figure out because for me I was just like yeah like I'll do photos and then all of a sudden I was comparing myself to all these bloggers and I was Mm -hmm. buying the clothes that they were wearing because they're successful wearing that outfit so I could be and like oh I should become affiliate blogger and I should sell I should like get people to buy things but it was like wait that's like not me at all and I wasted probably two or three years on that what is an affiliate blogger um so an affiliate blogger would be anything like like to know it or swipe up for this link uh every time you swipe up on that link they get commission everybody every time you buy from that link they get hefty commission I know bloggers that make thousands and thousands of dollars a month just from affiliate linking a lot of it's very big on blogs like actual blogs um that's where you're seeing obviously a lot of bloggers and stuff get money from Um, sponsorships anytime you see ad or sponsored you could be seeing somebody with a hundred thousand followers be getting paid ten thousand dollars for a post and the reality of what influencer marketing is is actually a really cool thing I'm utilizing it with velvet and fur and I'm really seeing the other end of things with velvet Mm. and fur which is so crazy being the brand um but affiliate affiliate linking is like oh my gosh found these cute shorts on sale swipe up to get them and for me that's not a bad thing but that's what I was chasing Mm -hmm. but I didn't have like a mission statement I didn't have what I really wanted to be I didn't know like I actually really want to give people free value and like free information on how to edit and what my process is I was more like oh these are like super cool clothes and I could get free things and I was getting so many free things that I felt like I was making it when like those free things are still hanging in my closet or they're gone and they never paid for my bills and Mm -hmm. I was just working so hard to build up that's what like blows my mind I was working so hard to build up another brand and Mm -hmm. not building my own and yeah there are brands I've worked with like I got to work with Sorel or Sorrel or whatever this year and that was so cool like that's a brand I believe in But like that random skincare I never really used that I talked about, like that's not who I want to be as a person. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to go, oh, Olivia, I like her stuff. She's so fashionable. Mm -hmm. She's so quote unquote pretty. No, I want people to say I learned this Mm -hmm. so I could be this, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's like it took me so long to get to that point. That was like a rabbit trail. But (laughs) that's where I was at with the coffee shop um, because I so I was managing the coffee shop and my personality is very like I don't want to be underneath anybody because I feel like my way is the best way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think I was a really good manager but I also know that the people above me really saw me as the person with a foot out the door always and I guess coming from a brand's point of view now, I could see how that would be a really negative thing. Like, you're really good, but I know you don't want to be here. So why am I investing this time and money into you when you don't want to be here? And granted, it's just a small town coffee shop, but it's like I worked so hard and um, I got to a point where I was so sick, like physically sick because I was I choose to open every shift, even though like I'm not a morning person, obviously, um, because I knew I needed to work and take photos after I was off. And so that was the only shift I could work. And I was so like physically sick that I ended up working for like 10 days straight with like 103 degree fever. And I was coughing so much. I was like drained to the point. I I actually felt like a shell of who I was as a person. Mm. And then something really bad bad happened with some people that were in charge of me and I got really really mistreated and 
I was sitting in the office just crying and I just for I think the first and the only time so far in my life that I and I've talked about this before on other podcasts but that I really felt like God audibly said like it's okay you can quit now Hmm. and I've never really felt that and I I wouldn't recommend this to people (laughs) because I had no savings I had no backup I had no plan um but I remember we went on a trip. It was right before my birthday and Arturo and I were planning to go to Disneyland and we had all this money saved and we were driving home and I looked at him and I just said, you know, we're not going to go to Disneyland. I'm going to quit my job. And he was like, okay. So I got home and the next day and I put in my two weeks and I trained, it was more like a month. And, and then I trained somebody and I left and it was really scary and it wasn't even like freedom. It was just so, so scary to be in that place. But I had to do that mentally. I I remember I've like seen employees that, that I manage now and they're like, who are you? Crazy. Like Like you're you're so happy and you're so like nice. And it wasn't even like I wasn't nice to them. It was more of like, don't talk to me. I'm not happy. I'm sick. I'm Mm -hmm. upset. I don't want to be in this place. And that right there is enough to be like, that is not what life should be like ever. Mm-hmm. I would be happier working at literally McDonald's part time mm-hmm. than I was in that place because I was I was killing myself slowly. And yeah. I just don't think anybody should ever be in that position. And that's just to say, like, I'm not sitting here telling you, hey, go quit your job. But if you feel that drained from anything, I don't care if it's a job that you went to college for, quit and get a different job because it's not worth it. It it's just yeah it was so bad for me so on top of having that job which was how many hours a week did you work um I mean I pretty much was just always on call because I was a manager so whenever I got off I would get texts and calls all the time even when I was on vacation and on top Um, of that you're building your blog yeah so by the point by the time that you quit was your blog able to support you was that part of the decision no that's why it wasn't um it wasn't in all real. It wasn't a smart decision, but it was something that I chose for myself. And yeah, it was just, it was something I had to do. I had a little bit of money to tide me over and we were doing weddings at the time for two things. Mm-hmm. So I was getting money for that and I was helping Arturo, which I still do, you know, with two things. Mm-hmm. And I try to, you know, pay my dues with that. But it's like, yeah, I, I quit and I thought... If I don't work here, I'm going to be happy. And then I remember like a couple days after I quit, I'm like, oh, I'm not happy. And then that's when I was truly realizing like happiness doesn't come from a circumstance. Happiness comes from like your choice. Obviously, there's like other things that could happen (laughs) for sure. Um, I am absolutely happier than I was when I was there. Um, But happiness and joy are just such different things. Mm -hmm. And... um, yeah, I don't regret it at all because even if I had to go get another job at anywhere, mm-hmm. I would never regret doing that because I was the the worst possible version of myself I've ever have been. And that was sad. It was sad to see me that way and see the way I was treating people. I lost friends during that time because I was such I wouldn't I don't want to say a bad person, but I wasn't like who I wanted to be at all cuz mm. my my fuse was so short all the time that I yeah. was just breaking. So yeah that is so crazy so since then yeah you've even built up more businesses and 
I feel like you are a huge entrepreneur. That's who you are. So where have you gotten to at this point? We've talked a little bit about um, even you're not really doing the blog anymore. And so like what is Olivia Curran now? And like what what have you kind of been figuring out? Like what... What do you think the next step is for you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think a huge thing that I'm learning right now and I'm like in a lot of growing pains. So I'll tell people listening this so they don't do the same thing um, is that redirection doesn't mean failure. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it takes a lot of it takes you have to be really humble. And I have a lot of pride and it's it's been a really humbling experience to go, okay, so this isn't working. This is something I've spent six years on and this isn't working. And so now what do I do? And if I sit down and I go, I just wasted all this time. Like, what is that? How is that going to positively like benefit my life instead of being like, okay, how can I learn from this? And a, should I be done with my personal brand? Should I, redirect all of my energy towards Velvet and Fur and the podcast and my wedding filming business or should I figure out actually what my audience wants and continue with that because I love doing creative photos and I love that stuff but sometimes it just feels like and everyone knows this Instagram is just so draining now and it's Mm -hmm. boring and I feel like it's a show and I don't want it to be like that and that's not what I want my brand to be so I think um since quitting I have started a podcast a year when I, or about nine months when I was done, I started the podcast, which is something I've always wanted to do, which that's what I mainly want to do. And then I recently started Velvet and Fur, which is super, super new. And I'm really excited about that because I think it's going to be something. And I think that I'm learning that diving more into like weddings even though that might not be like the absolute like pinnacle of passion that I want to do for forever if that can supplement the passions I want to be my forever then it's something that I need to do and if that means hey I need to take 20 hours a week literally just pursuing this like it's my job then maybe that's what I need to do Mm. and I need to not like let it take a hit on my pride and it's hard because like a lot you know there are things like Warren Buffett started like 25 businesses before he became, you know, so, so, so successful. And I just have to remember, like, just because one thing hasn't worked out or I quote unquote wasted time, that doesn't mean it was a like a waste. But it is hard for sure. And that is one of the really cool things even watching you is you okay so um so we're at olivia's house and um her mom is so sweet and amazing and she's like remodeling their house and olivia's like oh yeah she did this like like just pointing at literally everything in the house and she's like yeah she did that the cabinets, like, the backsplash, the counters, me? yeah. And Olivia goes, yeah, that's where I got it from. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes so much sense. You just, if you need to know something or like you're on a budget, like you just do it. A serious budget, yeah. And I should be more like that. I'm not, absolutely not. You can't like make a lot of the things you need though. You can't like make a stroller. But you, (laughs) I know, but there's other things that I could not pay for so I can pay for other things. And 
you are a go-getter in that way and you have learned so much yeah through everything that you've learned and so just as a piece of encouragement mm-hmm. as your partner um just remembering like god told you that you could quit that job i know and that you know although it might feel like backtracking or whatever it is the next step is it never is because you were supposed to learn something in this time and i think that's a really great takeaway for other people to learn from what you're doing because it's not like you're giving up you're still pursuing your passions you just have to redirect exactly yeah for sure and i think i forget about that a lot and I think I need to like lean into the word more and understand it. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. So it is hard to not get down on yourself sometimes. I think like turning 27 was hard for me just being like, I'm in the same room I was in when I was young. I'm living with my mom, you know, I'm saving money. <laughs> I literally like, this is the thing, like I keep saying like, ugh. um, I grew up feeling so stupid. I was not good in school. I was not good in college. I had to study four times the amount as other people and I would get C's and I was so down on myself. I would cry. I would literally bite my lips so hard during tests like my mouth would bleed because I was just so nervous and I just took that as like there's something wrong with me. Like I'm not smart. Like why don't I get this stuff? And then I came home and I just realized like just because you're not academically smart does not mean that you're not smart. Mm-hmm. And it, it just means that you're different and you have different um, like abilities and, and there's always a way to just make it work. Like I've never hired out for anything. Um, I've asked questions from awesome people that know like logic and the sound engineering, especially starting podcasting. I'm like, how do you even do this? But you can Google anything. You can YouTube anything. Mm -hmm. Like when I need help and maybe I can't swing something, I'll mow the lawn for my mom. I did that all summer. And like, yeah, those things are so humbling and it's hard to not be like, what am I doing? But if you want it, you can find a way to do it. Even Mm -hmm. if you're like, you don't want to take money from somebody, then don't ask them if you can work something off. If you want to learn how to do this thing, ask them if you can do something in return. And there's just like, there's always a way to to do things and make it happen and and it the first time will never be good so you just have to get better and better and better and better and just like learn from the last thing that you did mm-hmm. so yeah that's so good as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um what encouragements do you have for people who are stuck in a rut or they don't know what the next step is and they're discouraged and how to keep yourself up because you're right in the middle of it how do you keep going what keeps you going I uh, just knowing I'm gonna die <laughs> but like really like I'm gonna be gone at some point and I don't think I'll ever look back and regret pursuing my dreams and I say that all the time but it's like it just like life is so fragile and if I quit which there would be nothing inherently wrong about that. And I went and I got a nine to five job or just a normal job, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Who would I be as a person? Like, would I be proud of that? Would I make a difference maybe in people's lives? I'm sure I could somehow, but it's one of those things of like, if I live 
at my house until I'm 40, which someone knock on wood right now. (laughs) And, and I maybe have, maybe none of this stuff has worked out, right? But I'm still pursuing my passions, then that's more worth it than I, if I were to just settle and do something else that I didn't care about just because I was feeling negative or I wanted to give up negative negativity isn't going to get you anywhere and and I my encouragement is cry if you want to cry and don't let anybody make you feel like you're not valid in those tears Mm -hmm. because a lot of people will make you feel this way like just get a job like it'll be fine which maybe you need to or like you know maybe it's just not the right season or well I mean that's just not really realistic like if you're an artist or a musician like yes it is realistic we live in I was just writing an Instagram caption about this we live in the greatest time in the entire world like or in the entire history of the world we can do whatever we want to do anybody can do whatever they wanted to want to do and there's just no excuses if somebody were to quit it's because either somebody said something to them they didn't like and they let that affect them they're negative or they're just giving up and like there's just no time for that there's just no time for giving up it's just so dumb because if someone were like having a hard time in school people are like but keep going like you got this like there's an end result and you never know if you're actually going to get a job after school uh, there is most an end of the result. time you don't it's a degree <laughs> yeah but okay whoop-de-doo everyone has degrees now and unfortunately a lot of us have pointless degrees I have half a degree that doesn't yeah, even do count <laughs> and my associates in political science so we see, we see where that went and I don't even use my beauty school degree <laughs> yeah you do you tell me to wear lotion <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can yeah. do that's how I make my myself feel Yourself. better yeah but it is true because you would never hear if somebody was having a hard time with kids you would never ever hear somebody say well just don't have don't get, just give up on them then yeah just leave them yeah or like oh you're having a hard time in school you'll get through it you can do it just work harder yeah. but for some reason that people per, that people pursue creative passions mm-hmm everybody tells them like this isn't realistic da, da, da. and you know what sometimes maybe you aren't good at it if if you have been working at something for seven to ten years which is where I'm getting but let's say you've been working at it to with all your might to your full strength which I didn't do that with my blog like I could have been working harder but if you're like I've done everything I can and it's still not working take time to evaluate that yeah, have that, somebody some look over your stuff. work <laughs> yeah take time for somebody to look over your work really mm-hmm. hear people take their constructive criticism like yeah. we even had conversations about the podcast and you mm-hmm. were like I want this to look different and I'm like <laughs> and then it's like okay and 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 that's you have to take people's constructive criticism and learn from it or you it is pointless so there mm-hmm. is that fine line of like are you pursuing your passions or are you just being really stubborn and maybe you actually aren't good at singing and maybe you don't have good friends that haven't told you that um so true <laughs> wow that was a really good relatable yeah so I you haven't told me I'm a bad singer, so I'm going to keep I've pursuing never heard you, it. I've never heard you sing. Good. You're you pursuing singing. <laughs> I've just never heard you You've sing. You've never heard me sing. Um, but yeah, I think that's my encouragement. And just knowing like, um, you know, I posted something a couple weeks ago about feeling discouraged and how I wasn't successful. And I was getting DMs of people saying, but I look at you and you look successful. And I was like, well, let me tell you straight. That's what it looks like. But to me, like how I live my life, you know, and having to... Um, really be humbled on a 
like everyday basis of driving a car I hate and living at home and doing chores, literally chores for my mom for money, you really learn how bad do you want it. And yes, success is defined differently by each person. Um, but yeah, just it it is really hard. But if you want it bad enough, you can have a bad day and you can take the day off. But when you wake up the next day, you're still going to want it and you're still going to do it. And it's just a matter of doing it. <laughs> yeah, you just got to constantly light that fire under your butt. Yeah, that's and, what I see in entrepreneurs. And, but I feel like there is like a constant fire because in the same way that Zav with the church, like he he at 18 just knew like you know, he wanted to and, and it's a process too, like figuring out what the ultimate goal is or what it is that you're working towards because I mean if people were to tell Zav to give up, no one's going to tell a pastor like, no, don't, don't pursue your degree and then yeah. don't work for a church for five years. And he wanted to start his own church within a year. And that was obviously really not smart of him because he needed the process. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that people were telling him like, hey, not now. Mm -hmm. You're not ready yet. So it's almost like God's telling you that. Like not like, yet. Not yet. I know. And that's the hard thing <laughs> that is to a, take. It is hard. And I and I will say that like this stuff is not easy. And I know a lot of people look at like influencing or blogging or content creation in general as like, oh, whatever. They don't do anything. And it's like this is the hardest thing because it's a day in and day out thing. Like, But I will say you have to love what you do. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I love making graphics. I love doing photos and thinking of the most obscure way to do them. And I love showing people how to edit and talking about this stuff. I could talk forever about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so you have to really love what you're doing to to continue to do it and also be okay, which I'm talking to myself, but being okay with things changing and being okay with saying this isn't working. So I what I did last week was I opened a thing on my computer and I wrote down everything I'm not happy with. And then I did like a dash and I wrote out ways that I could fix that. Hmm. And so some of them were like my car dash. Okay. Money. Okay. Money dash. Okay. Wedding business. Okay. Wedding business dash. No time. Okay. Where's that time going? And then like once you go down that list of, mm. of how you can, because everything is figure outable for the most part. And so I think if you are trying to pursue a passion, no matter what it is, you really need to write out all of the obstacles in your way and figure out what are the things that you can do to fix those and be really, really honest with yourself and know that it's okay if some things aren't working out. And that's where I'm at with everything. So it's almost like George Clooney. He didn't get big until he was older. Yeah. But he pursued it. The guy who created um, <sighs> Grey Goose was 80 when he made it. What? Mm -hmm. We love Grey Goose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. It, it's never too late. And even let's say I make it big. <laughs> let's uh, make it huge when I'm. 35 you know that's seven years from now that's a long time to think about for me but that's 35 and that's not that old no that's not old <laughs> you at all. know and so you really have to think like yeah I guess just what the end goal is and never stopping and being consistent and I need to be better at that and having your priorities straight I think is really important too and not comparing 
that is the best thing I ever did for my business was unfollowing every person that I felt like was deterring me. They call it the block and bless. Hope mm-hmm. you're doing well. Oh, we've done that, girl. Yep. And then, and not even people that made me feel bad about how I look, but people that I was trying to compare myself to mm-hmm. forgot about them. And I just don't scroll anymore at all, ever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I scrolled years since I scrolled on Instagram. Because Instagram. 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 <laughs> um, because you really will start to morph into them mm-hmm. and you'll start comparing yourself to them. And that's just stupid. And You're there's like, no point why in that. Why do I hate myself? Oh, because I'm not even me. <laughs> yeah. And what's the but point? For real. That's what like, do you... I feel like that's what Instagram started to do for most people. Oh, totally. Besides, why would you want to do exactly what that person is doing? Everyone's going to know you copy them. I'm telling you, when I go into so your page, true. I know you're copying Tezza. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so funny. Like, wow, uh, that is so true. 10,000 of you are doing the same thing. And good job. You're using her preset and posing the same way as her. Yeah. You're not her. Yeah. So I, you just, just be true, with, tr- true to yourself. You can do it. You don't have to source out for things. People will try to sell you courses after courses after courses on what you need. But there's free resources, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's everything I've ever learned is from a podcast. Mm-hmm. So like ours. <laughs> but really, just open your mind to things and be real with yourself and know that most of the things you're feeling are just like an excuse. And I'm saying that to myself, too. So I'm late on saying this. But I just remembered it. Yeah. Samantha Ravendahl. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. She was like one of the OG, I think, on YouTube for makeup. Okay. But also like a content creator, I believe. Sorry if I'm talking out of my butt. Um, but she's definitely an OG in one sort of field. And I was actually just, I, I'm going to send you the video, mm-hmm. but she was talking about um, what it's really like to be an influencer. And it was so fascinating. Didn't, I don't understand the word of inf- the world of influencing. It is such a different, it is so crazy. It is something else. Mm-hmm. It is almost like the celebrity world, mm-hmm. but it's its own thing because it's these normal people who end up becoming these that's why. People. That's why it's really weird. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that the best piece of advice that she had, um, she had a really, a lot of great points, but um, she said, one of the people asked, um, to what point do I start charging? Um, and I stopped doing like free content. And she said- question. Why should we ever work for free? Yeah. And that's so true. true. Like, don't sell yourself out. Oh, oh my gosh. You just opened a and, can and of worms. I, I know. For forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what she said, too. Like, don't sell yourself mm-hmm. out and understand your worth, like, ultimately. And understand that no one's working for <sighs> free out there. So why should an influencer and just how influencers just get such a bad rap and... um. Oh, it's man. like yeah. so not deserved because they're doing just as much work as anyone else out there, if not more. Yeah. And I I mean, because we could talk about this for forever, but I will say <laughs> that um, if you want to build a brand, stop trying to sell products you don't use. Stop wearing clothing you wouldn't wear. It's a damage to people watching you and to also yourself. Mm-hmm. I I remember when I started my new Instagram and you know I only have like 10,000 followers so for people looking me up (laughs) I'm not that cool but I will say that I worked really hard on my engagement at the beginning and typical engagement right now is between four and five percent and my engagement's at like a 20 percent and I knew which is huge which is big it's kind of fluctuated now because I don't post as much but I knew 
if a brand's coming to me and they're not going to pay me what I'm asking for, I'm going to have a set rate in my head. And no matter who it is, I mean, <laughs> leeway if Chanel contacted me because <laughs> they would, um, <clears throat> then I would say no. And I said no to every single brand, even if they wanted to pay me a hundred bucks and a hundred dollars and people that list people that are broke that are listening to this know a hundred dollars could be a million dollars. And I said, no, and no, 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 no. And then finally I got, uh, like a more well-known brand and I told them what my price was and people told me I was crazy I posted in a group they said no one will ever pay you that amount for 10,000 followers and then they did and I knew That's I'm so cool. not going to sell myself short because I've worked so hard and I know what I'm worth and I know what my content is worth and I think it's just really important to remember that like no is the most important word you could ever have in your business and in your life. Mm. Say no because no is not a bad word. Yes is. If you yeah. say yes to everything, you will fall for anything and no one will trust you. You know how many influencers I follow that post ad after ad after ad after ad and I don't I know they don't like any of that stuff because their brand isn't a brand anymore. It's just like this magazine. It's like this billboard and it's that's why I don't like influencing now because you can build an amazing brand like Skinny Confidential or Jenna Kutcher or Cezanne and they talk about these things and you trust them. You just have to know who you are and that might mean working your side hustle. Gary Vee talks about that all the time. Mm -hmm. If you need to get a job and you need to work your side hustle, then do it. But also know like the time will come. Yeah. And that is going to be different for every person. So... Oh my gosh. I'm going to say this as someone who's not a content creator and obviously does not even <laughs> understand the world of any of this. Um, but as a watcher, especially of YouTube, and I watch a lot of makeup videos, I I can tell when someone <clears throat> before even saying it's an ad, before saying, you know, I was just sponsored, I know that I already don't trust it depending mm -hmm. on the person and that's not even like having to think about it this is just coming from I don't trust this person because I always see that they're just posting stuff and I I I don't trust their their trust that they actually like this product yeah like I understand you need money but at the same time why are you advertising something that like might be burning your skin and I would never know that's why I don't think that you should just take any product out there and say like oh I love this yeah because that's why you should post an ad because you actually like it absolutely and so I only have a handful of people that when they say that they like something I actually believe them yeah because it comes from trust and you have to have you have to build your trust you have to build your trust yeah totally and that's even you know in the same way that you would have to trust a business in order to yeah to buy from them for the most part totally yeah and that's why even going into this podcast and having really firm rules of, you know, if we start doing ads one day, knowing, absolutely knowing that we we fully support whatever this is yeah. that we're talking about. Even if there have been influencers I have heard that they were offered ten, twenty thousand dollars to post and they knew that they didn't trust it and they said no. You know how hard that is to say no to something like that? I can't imagine. I cannot that imagine. That would be very that. difficult. <laughs> um or knowing even certain podcasting networks that do a lot of ads and then they're talking 
talking about this thing you know isn't healthy and they're talking about how healthy it is and you're Mm -hmm. like this is fake but then you know with hopes of becoming part of a network one day of somebody we trust I mean that's what you have to do or there's no point there's no longevity within that and it's disappointing and I would rather not do it at all if I'm gonna lie to the people who are following me I don't care if it's one person I don't care if it's a million people it's just yeah so anyway I hope that wasn't boring and I just talk about this stuff all the time I learned so much just from that and I'm not even kidding and I'm not just saying that as your friend okay um so what would you say is the silver lining despite all of this, no matter like how discouraging like your time has been or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that I get to get up every single day and go on a walk and be my own boss and also knowing that I get smarter every single day because I've learned so much like I've learned so much from just people and podcasts and you know if if this stuff doesn't work out or whatever that looks like I yeah I don't even know how to explain it my my mindset that's the silver lining because I would have never had this mindset if I didn't go through and I'm still going through some of the hardest times so because that stuff you can take with you no matter where you go. Yeah, absolutely. Perseverance and hard work and patience. Patience. Mm. Oh, I should get that tattooed on my hand. <laughs> don't get any more tattoos. Oh, gosh, I don't have a tattoo. What do you mean? <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> You're going to take oh, them off gross. anyways. You, I get a hand tattoo that says patience. Well, there might be someone else on my knuckles. I would on my knuckles. Me. On your knuckles. <laughs> so when I look down I would at like my you hands, to try actually. I'm just seeing if I have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're, we're gonna good. look that up now. Yeah. Well, live, live, Curran. <laughs> oh, that doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. I don't at like all. that really. Well, live. Thank yes. you for being on this show and being my guest. Oh, of course. I, you're coming up next. I know. I'm so, so get nervous. ready for that. Um, well, guys, thank you for listening. If you uh, want to hear more topics like this, please let us know um, and subscribe, rate, and review. Um, follow us on Instagram. And if you have any questions for Olivia on this topic, yeah. I I still think that this is fascinating, and I would want to learn more. And yeah, um, we've been getting some questions, just like random questions here or there for us to kind of delve into Mm -hmm. and that we can add on to the end of our episodes and so we're trying to figure out how to make that work i know we We are gonna start doing that yeah (laughs) um yeah for sure so let us know and um it's always better when song ever together together. we'll see you next tuesday (laughs) thanks for listening Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.